Nanka. Welcome to the Botany Works Artist Podcast. This podcast is about creativity, design, sales, marketing, and business unite. Botany Works Artist Podcast brings you insightful conversations with industry most inspiring figures from artists, illustrators, or designers, creative art agents to art directors. From art gallery owners to greeting card entrepreneurs and everybody in between. Hello, everyone. Today I'm so excited to welcome a special guest. That is Marco Tanto. Voila! Hello, Marco. Marco, I met Marco um, during my class, Make Other Sales. Um, Marco is amazing, amazing. And she always has so many ideas. I remember all the color palette and you talk about all five, you know, um, uh, I only didn't do one of them, paper products <laughs> and textile, I do all of them. And wooden. Every time I have a new product, I think about Margo. That's Margo. <laughs> Only one thing I didn't do is metal. I didn't do oh glass. Glass. I'm busy with it. Ceramic. Yes. Every week was a different substrate or a different substrate. material to think about how to get your designs onto those surfaces, and really how to think about getting your portfolio to look like you were you're thinking beyond flat. So it was yeah. very. It was very intensive. Five yeah. weeks and I love and... I love I love that. And you you made a good base for me. Okay, mm. for people who know Marco, I don't need to introduce anymore. But Marco has like more than whole book to write about. So I just start <laughs> a little bit introduction for people who miss miss. Okay, Marco. Um, if you miss any any episode for Marco's own window chat, uh, windowsill chat. If you miss her own. Uh, podcast, but you can also listen to a bit of introduction with me and Marco together. We to introduction because the, her introduction can be have three books, three books to write <laughs> about. All right, so I Marco, I get something from your about page. <laughs> Good. So Marco is the visionary and the creative adventurer behind Mark Tanto uh, Tanto Studios. An online community available to you 24-7 through multiple creative venues, include windowsill chats, podcasts, artist workshops, and Facebook groups, and more. So, Marco, would you help me to introduce more about yourself? Let's I we have like kind of conversation about sure, that. absolutely, absolutely. So forever I've been, you know, just a creative. I had a creative mom for sure. And my dad too was not so much hands-on creative, but he was an actor and a singer and a, and an airline pilot as his job. So that enabled us to, right. That enabled us to travel and see things because it was so affordable way back then. Um, and it, it just, it opened my mind up. We were, we went to the opera because they loved it so much. And we went to museums a lot, things that didn't necessarily take a lot of money, but added a lot to my kind of mind expansion. I can remember as a little kiddo, even walking down the street, uh, we lived near San Francisco then. And my mom would always say, look up, you know, look at the buildings, look at the the cornices and the carvings and things like that. You do you know take it all in around you the the shapes and the 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 shadows and things like that. So early on, um, I just felt like I was fed that eye, and I was always the kid at school who was lettering things or asked to do the poster for something, and and just tried to figure out how to how to take that into my adult life as a career and. It wasn't as not, I don't know if it is for anybody, a very obvious path, but um, I went to school for design, um, which is kind of a, what does that mean? You know, so I took a, I took pattern drafting and I put, took store, you know, display and photography and graphic design and all those things. And I, and it ended up um, kind of knowing a little about a lot. So it's, it's been finding my way, but always, always had to do with product. I had my own product lines, several different things from bedding and lighting and, and making my own little 
little creative projects to what I love to do the best. Um, I went into corporate so I could learn about product development and traveling overseas to do that. And I've made just, or I've helped shepherd, I should say, thousands and thousands of products out into the world, which, which, you know, sometimes that's, it seems like a little much when there's landfill and things like that. But it was always my goal as a creative director, as an art director to put product out into the world that was not going to just fill space. It had something special about it. And the best part about that is the artist attached to that product and working with artists and, and getting them further along. So now that's what I do. I, I have a few companies that I help, but I more love to help artists get their art out into the world. So um, there's a lot of ways that I do that. Yeah, definitely. I see uh, every time Lila holds something and I was like, yeah, this is from Marco. Marco made this one, this artist from Lila Rogers. And then and then I, yeah. every time I say, yeah, this one can turn into a lamp and this one can to a cushion cover. And they're like, I only see a pattern or I see a drawing, right. but you see way beyond that. I see potential for yeah. sure. <laughs> I really do. So I am always designing things in my in my head and wishing that I could, you know, just yes. have unlimited resources. I love that. Like so abundance mentality you have. And I, mm. I, I also listened to your podcast and I was on your, on your guest as well. And um, you are amazing because every stage of your career, you always something like feel something guided you, you know, you made mm. hand, you, you, you were florists before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you, you know, by chance you stay in the shop and you make from the flower wire, you made a chair and then. Yeah became a hit, a hot hit, and <laughs> it's amazing. I end up in the design show, and you were invited as agent, and you everywhere yeah. international show, and it's amazing that the seed of idea can go so far. You just never know what, and I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm not a very linear um, sort of spreadsheet person. I, I feel like if we can kind of, see what's around us and grab that spark of interest, then that might turn into something. That's more how I approach it. Or I don't think a lot of my circumstances would have happened. You know, I think with, could that turn into something interesting? All right, let's try it. Yeah. I love it. Let's try it. You're very curious. And that's like from, from one thing to another, you also had your own shops as well, shops Mm -hmm. or shop. And Mm -hmm. then you, buy from local artists and then oh mm-hmm. yeah can you make one of them like can you make a model of them and you guide them what you can fit in your shop like kind of yeah. aesthetic it's amazing because i i really think there's so much sameness in the world so how do you kind of combat that and and put something out that's a little bit different and mm-hmm. i love that it's easier for artists now to even um have their own product out in the world there's ways to do that that are that are much more approachable than it than there certainly was five or ten years ago. And and so, you know, how do we how do we continue to get our work on things and design products that are more meaningful? Yes. And and I remember you say you, you do you. And I always like, especially nowadays, nowadays everything is so like click away. It's yes. so important you have your own unique voice. And every time I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. Then I remember Marco said, you do you. <laughs> yeah. It's so important to remember. I mean, just paint it, put it on a post-it on your screen, use it as a mantra. Like, is that, does this feel like me? You know, is this, am I reacting to something because it feels like something I should do or somebody told me to? And yeah, you just you just have to think of yourself as as am I putting as I, am I putting my my own thoughts out into the world? Yes, you mentioned about you are not a linear thinker and Excel sheets are nothing for you. And what actually guides you to towards the next stage, next thing? You know, how do you come up with the idea? It's like something you made a goal. It's like something is there in the visible, or, or you write it on. You have morning journal. What kind of things help you to like best thing that's I a, want to do? That's a great question. Um, I I'm very curious. I'm a very curious person. And I I love 
seeing kind of what's happening and what people are doing. And social media, Instagram for sure, used to be Pinterest before really Instagram was so popular that I just vision, you know, visuals um, would be something I filled my head with every day. And I'm always looking at art, but I'm one of my most um, strongest things is, is about copying and, and knocking other people off. I'm just so opposed to, I'm so deeply opposed to that. (laughs) And so I just like to think about, for instance, for my own personal art, I've always been fascinated with hat making and many things. There's a lot of things I do. I'm I do silversmithing. I work with wire, I paint, but um, I've always wanted to um, learn how to make hats. But before COVID really, before people were doing more teaching online, it was very expensive. You had to travel maybe overseas to get the right kind of person, or you didn't know where to look. And so during COVID, I found um, a teacher in Ireland and it was just an amazing three-day class. So that's something that I do for myself. Now I find when I go out and I'm walking around or I'm looking at pictures, I'm now looking at the shapes of the crown of a hat. Now that's not something that was in my vocabulary so much. So I'm always thinking about what's, what colors are interesting me at this moment? Like what combinations of colors? What am I seeing people doing? If I'm looking at a lot of artists, like if there's a challenge that's come up, what am I seeing kind of rise to the surface? Um, nature, of course. You know, I live in a on an island and it's a beautiful opportunity to see things on the water, see things in a forest. It's, it's kind of, there's open spaces. So I do that. I, I'm not so much of a journaler. I, I feel like I should be, (laughs) that's, that wouldn't be me doing me, but I do, I have, um, just kind of quiet time in the morning where I might do some yoga or things like that. And, um, I'm just constantly taking in thoughts, looking at things, talking to people and and kind of formulating new ideas in my head. And I I love vintage anything. So I'm very inspired by um, what somebody might have done before the colors, Mm -hmm. the shapes uh, and how that could translate into something different. You would love to come to Amsterdam, 15 minutes or less than 15 minutes work from my home. Every Friday is a vintage market. Oh my goodness. Yes, I would. <laughs> maybe maybe I should make a video and put my Instagram a story. Oh, you should. Oh, should that's my that? favorite way. One of my favorite ways to see a city because I feel like, first of all, you're seeing stories of its past and it, the past of the of the residents and the people there. And then it's usually a lot of locals too. And I love that. You see things yes, that you wouldn't any other way. I will go have a look. I think they start in March. I'm going to make mm. some video every time. <laughs> oh, good. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now remember. So what is your artistic style? And and how do you, because I remember a, a few a different questions. First, what is your artistic style? Because, because if you do silversmiths, it will be different style than you paint mm-hmm. and different style than you do the making the heads. So what kind of one thing or you have different kind of like creative mind when you work with different materials? Yeah, I would say the overarching similarities or thread that runs through my creativity is um, uniqueness. I really want it to be different than the one before even. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, and a, a bit of looseness. Um, I I'm not a very, like I could never paint realistically i don't think it's it's more expression of what i'm feeling or seeing or like i said those shapes and things like that um and some of it also is maybe a nod to the past like when i work with wire i uh, my kind of well i i i feel like i draw with wire better than i draw with a pencil seriously um, <laughs> really i do it just comes out so much more easily for me i did um a friend, a bunch of us sat down and did a little wire thing last spring. And I, we were doing portraits and I had a picture of my son and I just, it just comes to life for me. Um, and I, what I did that I sold out of wire in my 
20s were chairs. So it, it wasn't necessarily like I looked at a chair. I made them up in my mind, like what if I was designing a chair, what I'd want that to be with, but there or be like, but it mostly it's, it's kind of loose. And I don't know, I feel like joyful is an overused word, but I'd like to feel like my work is buoyant. Wow. That's the word. And because everybody's also inspiring, but that's the word like people like catching, very catching, but people have to sit down, think, what does that mean to me? You know, you give yeah. other people also anticipate your work. Mm. There's yeah. no single thing to summarize, you know? No, it's tricky, isn't it? Like how, what would, how would you describe your work? Me? Yeah. Do you oh. have a, like an overarching I, I, you know, feeling I, you like to put pass through your work? Because I remember uh, when I do the fashion and um, I always remember I kind of at the beginning, I was like, I want to become like a, you know, at the, I think when I'm 50, yeah. <laughs> so when I was 20 ish, yeah. I feel like I want to be like super kind of star and really neat makeup and everything mm -hmm. had to be really neat and really mm -hmm. irons and the makeup has to be no flaw flawless, you know. Right. And skin had to be really like, um, it, because I was trained as a fashion designer. So it's like, it especially. Goes with that. Life. So, and yeah. then I moved to Holland in the uh, late 30s. I think at the beginning, I still like that. And people, every day I go to school, I dress up like I'm going to interview. People ask me literally, Ping, are you going for an interview today for your work? <laughs> but I think yeah. this is how I wear, how I dress. Yeah. And later I get a little bit loose with the Dutch culture. I'm like a bohemian kind of style. I feel like I'm... I let go, mm -hmm. have my own personality and the lace. I wear drapery and I have linen and it's very loose, you know. Yeah. And But then I think after 40-ish, but I'm not really bohemian, but like bohemian, but more, more elegant kind of bohemian style. Mm. It's, it's totally different name. I try to think about the name how to describe a bohemian, feminine bohemian. <laughs> mm, yeah, a little bit more put together. Yeah, it's a little bit stylish, elegant, but not too loose. Like you mm -hmm. look like a gypsy, but it's, right. yeah. But this is my uh, my artist style. People are like, I'm a messy artist. You never see, you, you see the texture. You see the atmosphere in my work. Mm -hmm. You see the really handwork. So that's why Procreate doesn't work on my hand yeah. because I couldn't yeah. do it uh, like others. That's others. my favorite. I, I love that when 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 that comes through. I really think it says it just says by hand to me. Texture, anything with texture, I'm going to love a lot more. So yeah, it's, especially with the watercolor, I feel like I'm a magician, um, magician, magician. My magic is happening on yeah. my hand. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah, it's a gift. Yeah, it's 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 in a in a way intricate. I always ask people, "What do you draws you on um, my style?" Like, I love your style. Like, it's come out of me. I don't trace the style and then just kind of come come out of it because the way you also experience your experience and then you go back your work experience, your life yeah. experience, just go back in your work, your hat making or your, you make your jewelry, just come, your signature, you know, so. It's true. Intricate. That's a good word too. Yeah. I've found, I think the people I've learned from, for, for instance, silversmithing or hat making, silversmithing, you have to learn. You can't, I mean, you can now with the, with YouTube and things like that. But in the old days, I say the old days, it makes me sound like, you know, some, I crossed the prairies in the wagon, but, um, you know, you had to find a local school. And I, in my twenties, I really thought that I wanted to lean into, to being a jeweler, but the school I went to was so, it wasn't harsh. They were very kind, but it was very, uh, it was, it was very well known but very particular. You had to measure everything, very precise, mm -hmm. very, um, the teacher was um, a learned German man. And I, I just don't work that way. 
So I just thought, well, I guess I'm not going to be a jeweler. I guess this is not for me. And it was, oh gosh, 20 years later when I found a new person to learn from that, that thinks more like me, very loose, very, uh, oh, just do it this way. And I thought, oh, I can, I can do this, you know, oh my <laughs> so goodness. It's, it's very much situational and the, and the circumstances, right. The circumstances that shape us. And so I think my, my learning from that was just because it doesn't seem like you can do it. Maybe you're just not looking under the right rock, you know, or in the right, opening the right door. That's so, so true. Because a lot of people put off their career or put off, you know, creative career or any career they're meant to do because somebody else, when they're young, they're so not confident and they say something, do something to them. And they think, oh, I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. Let me try something else. And just like editor, because sometimes people want to write a book and they first become editor because they're so scared of when they were young and somebody tell them that you're not good at writing things. Maybe you can, right. edit, you know, do something else. But they are slowly getting closer. First, they edit the book and then you write a book eventually, you know, something it's like so that. It's so true. I feel like we, we want sometimes to try things, you know, I think as artists, we have a bit of perfectionist in it, in us, and we want to try things and, and feel like it's, it looks like what we have in our head, but that's, <laughs> that's usually very far from the case. But if you do it over and over again, you learn. I, I was talking to my son about that. Um, oh, you know, he's, he's 15 and he's, this is just a simple little thing, but maybe your listeners will relate. He had trouble swallowing pills because he hasn't swallowed a lot of pills. You know, every once in a while he had to take a, an Advil or something like that. And now he, he has a prescription that, you know, for he's has a little ongoing cough. So he said, oh my gosh, mom, I have, have no trouble now swallowing a pill. I just thought I could never do it. And he's learning to drive and all the things that you know, if you take out your your um, your notebook every day and paint something in it, you're going to get more comfortable with what you do. You're going to be a better driver. You're going to be able to to nail that dance step if you practice it over and over again. So, but I we I feel like I have to remind myself that sometimes, like if I'm having trouble creating something in the way that I'd like it to be, just have to do it over and over again. Oh. I, Alice not here anymore. Alice will adore what you just said because uh -huh. this morning she was so mad herself, mad of herself because she wants to paint something. I don't know. She's making a bakery, painting a bakery, and something. The door was not straight. She was so uh -huh. mad of herself. She's like, uh -huh. I cannot. I'm not good enough. So, oh, and gosh. I told a story you told about a uh, hundred paintings. Um, yeah, the artist made a hundred. So I sit down. <laughs> And tell her about the story, have to keep on making it. Now she was very happy. She made another one, another one. I said, just piece of paper. Oh, I'm so glad. That's perfect. That's the perfect example. It is just a piece of paper. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you mentioned, because I know that you do also mass mind as well, um, a, a working studio yep. together. So, yeah. um, and I think because your your past experience work, you know, it's a wrong, not wrong teacher. The teacher doesn't fit you. And mm -hmm. you have to delay your dream yeah. 20 years. Yeah. So I yeah. think you also, how do you motivate others? Because I guess you have a different way now to, you have tools to guide you to yes. mentor. How do I, I really, um, one of the things that really helps with the people that I work with. So I, I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I have a, I have a mastermind that runs a few times a year. I also have a, um, I'm working on a different kind of membership because I've had one in the past and it was very successful, but I just want to have it be as uh, rich as possible for people, for what's, what's there for people. Um, I, I really try and listen. I, I really, um, if you, for instance, here's an interesting thing. People might not know if you follow me on Instagram, for example, I just like so-and-so followed you today. And I, I go and look if I have time, I mean, I don't spend all my time on social media, but if I have time, I'm going to see like, well, who is this person? What do they do? So my favorite thing is to, I love watching somebody get further along than they 
thought they could like drawing the door with Alice today. Like I love to pour into that, that relationship with that person, listening um, ideas, helping them hear themselves Mm -hmm. and where they'd like to go. And the mastermind has been great because it's um, I keep it a very small group so that um, when we meet as a group, people really get to know each other and kind of where trials and tribulations and, and, and achievements and, and good things that are happening as well. But, and it could be that somebody's kind of just starting out and they don't feel like they belong um, or they don't know where they belong or someone has a line and they're, and they feel like they'd like to branch out a little bit or they're stuck in what they're doing or maybe they this happened last time one of uh the members really thought she, her trajectory should go a certain way but after our 3 months together she just gave herself grace and said no i'm i'm actually loving exactly where i am right now but mm-hmm. you know as artists we spend so much time in our own heads in our own spaces um so every once in a while i think it's really healthy to find that group of people whether you know, whether it's a, you take a walk with them in the morning or or Mm -hmm. they're an online peer group or whatever it is to say, no, you know, I hear you, you're doing the right thing for you. And if you're not, let's get you there. It's amazing because you, you listen because a lot of people like to talk Yeah, and then you, you know, you sometimes like in the past, people like, like a lot of people as teachers, a lot of people now mentors as well. But it's good things that you provide what they need and by listening, listening to their problems. And that not many people can do. Many people want to express what they can teach, but you listen first very well and then you guide mm. them. I think there's listening has to come first. I um I really think there's so much there. I, I mean, we we are all you know, when we hear somebody else talking, we're thinking in our minds like, well, this or that. But w- if you're there to learn about the person, then you need to to listen to them. Yeah, I, I because, you know, I we we met um, in Paris uh-huh. a few times. <laughs> no, <laughs> the one time, but we we met again in Mention Object. Yeah. And I feel like the the knowledge you have, you are so generous with your knowledge and, mm. and you're also very curious about these people. You're really passionate, really want to help mm. them and want to bring the potential of each mm. artist. And you know what you say, like, I just see a pattern. You see the potential of what you can do with this pattern. And yeah. not only that, you see the potential when you can get this artist to because you made a lot of products, millions of products in, in, con- yeah. in many places. Yeah. But meanwhile, now you, you are working now, it's not in corporate job, while now you're working as mentor, as a mastermind mind mentor mm-hmm. and group coach. But you mm-hmm. also uh, teach people how to give them the tools that they can believe in themselves, build up a confidence where they are lack of, and then you see them when they're not able to see them because they are busy in, in the no the job but project but you see because you see so many people in different stage of their career and also you have been making different things for different people and running and have your art director you have manufacturing one side you have old parties uh, yeah you, you know so it's so lucky that artists can work with you <laughs> mm, thank you i do i do really love that it's um, certainly when I've been working at a company that's producing things, it's lovely. Cause I can find an artist and say, Hey, come, we'll do a line with you. But I, I, I also like the fact that, um, I can step back and take a broader view and, and suggest ways to be in touch with different kinds of companies. Cause there's so much, out there there's you know as a creative we touch so many things i'm just looking around me thinking packaging notebooks you know mm-hmm. the design of a chair the design of a, a a piece of trim or a piece of pottery there's there somebody has to do that so let's try and make it be you you know it's it's it, it 
it, I feel like often we look at it and think, oh my gosh, I couldn't possibly do that. But I look at it and say, well, of course you could do that. You just have to, you know, find your way through to the right person making the decision. Yes. I have been many exhibitions now. And every time I look at the stand, I think I want to be like that. And in the future, Marco going to help me with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Ping. It's just been so, oh, so gratifying to watch you grow because you're, and you are, not everybody has that talent to say, just, I'm just going to do it. And you do. And, and it's, you often, you also have shown what can happen when you, when you decide, when you say yes to yourself, you know, and it's not, it's not always like, oh my gosh, I can just put money into this. No, it's, it's often the opposite. I need to put time, effort, and positive thinking into it. And then I'll start here and then I'll get to that next step. I'll start with one, then I'll have three, then I'll have seven, then I'll have 20. You know, it's just, it just starts to grow. And if you can, can show, put, show outwardly, that that's that your goal is to put something into the world and people will respond to that. Yes, that that's totally true. I think it's also when you don't believe yourself at first place, what should other people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, you, don't, you can yeah. see that happening. Yes. I think um, I, I don't know if a long time ago when I'm still busy with, I have did this in my fourth, fourth business. When I was doing the uh, fragrance candle business and I ride bicycle to sell my candles. So one hand is my foldable bike. I don't know how many kilo, oh five kilo. And yeah. I was 38 or 40 kilo. And the other hand is 15 kilos of candle candles. Candles. <laughs> oh my it's God. It's yeah. almost 25 kilo. And then have to carry certain station. I know exactly which the Dutch station is bicycle friendly because there's no lift and there's some yes has lift. So I know which one's bicycle unfriendly station. <laughs> Try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, make your path by those are the things though, right? When we think back, though they make the best, you know, make you smile and make the best stories because, like, well, I'm going to go visit that potential store because I can take a lift and everything's so heavy. <laughs> It's good old days. Yeah, I have to laugh about it. It's uh, <laughs> it's interesting, and mm. uh, yeah, sometimes I get confused with the ge- geographically, like South South Lalan, South South Lalan, North Lalan. You think it's only like half hour in the train, but actually it's three hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you realize next morning you you will plan your route. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not correct, and then you have to leave home like. It's five, o- five o'clock. Yeah. You wake up at four thirty, but it's too late to inform the client. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then I should have. This is planning. I really learned to plan. And and actually, I showed up at the door five minutes even before the owner came. Wow. See, that's determination and uh, yeah, putting your mind to it. That's that's. Those are the things we do. You know, I just there's been so many things that I've done shows and products to, and I just would think, well, I'll figure it out. I went, for instance, when we had our lamp line, I had a wholesale company uh, with my um, business partner, Aaron, and we decided to, to start our own lamp line. And we had, again, you know, it couldn't look like anybody else's. So how do you do that? So we had to figure out how to make the bases and the shades were very cool. But the thing that was then left unknown was how do you wire this? Cause we were making them ourselves. Yes. And so again, there was no YouTube at this point. It was 2000 probably. And um, so there was a company, we found a company in LA. We were in Atlanta, Georgia in the States at the time. And um, I called him. I said, do you have anybody in your workroom that could talk me through how to wire a lamp? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, I don't know, his name was Joe or something. He was so nice. He got on the phone. He's like, well, cause I had bought, we had bought materials from them. So it's like, you know, he's like, well, do this and cut this. And this wire is this color. And, the, and he taught me how over the phone. And I, so I did it. I kept doing it. I want to say to the words, like everything with Margo is big audible. Mm, mm. It is all figure outable. Yeah, figure outable. I don't know if this word exists, but I think it's a perfect word. <laughs> Everything's figure outable. 
It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, because I think there is no, I always think when you have this kind of mentality, like everything's possible, like yeah. everything's figureoutable. Yeah, it's true. It gets you further. And if you don't, if you don't feel like you do, you know, listen to Ping's podcast, listen to mine, come join a, you know, come join us in a, in a group. And then you'll, you'll, a little bit will rub off on you. Yes. I, I do believe certain energy people attract alike. Yeah. And I do believe people, we stand on the shoulder uh, of the giant mm. and then we can see further because always like we don't know what we don't know. And, and I, right. every day, you know, you are learning, you are very curious, uh, me too. So I'm not compared myself with other people. I compare myself to the ping from yesterday. Yeah. So, and I just feel so happy every morning. I just like so motivated to get out of bed, you know, do the, the, the thing. And then I like, I'm ready to start a day. And as you, I see you are early in the morning, you're like, ping, let's start a day. It's like so <laughs> nice positive energy just shining through the computer right now. You know, it's just, I just figure why not? It, it's a better way for me to do it. Mm. Yeah. Michael, you collaborate with a lot of people. So what? Does the collaboration mean to you? Mm, I love collaborating. I feel like we all bring so much experience and knowledge and history to something. And I I just feel like I get further along when I collaborate with someone. You know, even my podcast is just me, but I I'm I'm speaking with a guest, right? So that to me is a collaboration and I and I have, you know, a wonderful editor and that's a collaboration. And um I just feel like I maybe it also it's a little bit that's where a little bit of um sometimes doubt can scoot in. I was like, can I do this all myself or should I share it with someone, you know? So it depends on the project, but I think collaborating is is just wonderful because First of all, you, 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 um, more people will know about it that way because whoever you're collaborating with brings knowledge, people, materials. One of my favorite things I used to do, uh, when I lived in Atlanta was my friend Paula and I, at least maybe it was one Sunday a month, but I feel like it was every Sunday we'd go out to breakfast early before everybody was out and about and, we would each bring something from a bag of something from our studios. Cause we were, we, we, this one, we decided to, we were going to be doing kind of um, fabric collage pictures, but say it was paint or paper or whatever things that you wouldn't mind sharing. So we'd come to either one of our houses, put them on in the middle of the table and it, everything became less precious that way. Mm -hmm. And so we would share um, supplies and collaborate and have the best time Mm -hmm. chatting away and by mid afternoon or whatever we had, you know, we were done. And sometimes we'd go antiquing, of course, we would, we would have this creation that we made and she actually turned hers into a whole wholesale line, but there was something, it, it became, um, yeah, I'm going to repeat that again, like less precious because, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you're looking at that perfect ribbon in your stash. And, and if I, stuck it in the bag and brought it, then it would, you know, like, oh my gosh, okay. You, you use that, you know, I've been looking at it for too long. So yeah. little things like that. I just think, I don't know. It's, it's a way to, my mom always used to say, you know, we may not have a lot of money, but we're the richest people in the world because of our experiences, collaborations, people, we know things we see the way we, the way we see the world. That's, we just need to remember that it's about, um, friendship, opportunity, um, experience, things yeah. like that. And I do know a lot of time, you, <clears throat> if you have a right group of people together, you many, open many doors that you never think you can, yes. can go. And a lot of experience. And you need to have the right place, meet the right people. And this opportunity just go ahead of you. And then I... Yeah, I sometimes I have to knock my head. Is it a dream? <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah. I mean, you I mean, think about when you get a group of people painting in your in your studio space. What a wonderful like people share connections and you know, 
techniques and maybe paint and things like that. And it's just, I just think it's much more fun. Yes, I do meet and greet on Friday. This Friday, you can fly over. <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. And last week, we some days in Dutch is very stormy weather. Some days I do mm. live. And everybody came in and we talk about our supply. We just have different way of paints and somebody paint on Procreate. Um, yeah, you know, an iPad. Some people use yeah. choco. Some people use great, you know, it's like, Crayon and I like watercolor. Mm, maybe I do gouache next time. I maybe do easy way, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, graphite, but some and and also this morning I I receive every day I receive some kind of messages like a school nearby school and somebody know in my village. Um, I'm now in a little little village um in the north of Amsterdam. It's like fifteen mm. fifteen minutes by car from Central Station. So village people, <laughs> I'm like accepted by the village people. So they Love ask it. me, yeah, they're very local. I'm the only dark hair in the village. <laughs> One of the dark hair or Chinese people in the village. Yeah. It's really weird. The first week is uh, walking around this, the village and people are like, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> Chinese tourists, and... you know. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I live here. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, the place I stay now is the, the the old wedding place. So now people came to me say, oh, I, I got married here. And now today I was asked if you come to school because they were asking a local artist, a village artist. Like they, people think about me, that they, they send me a DM. Ping, would you like to come to school? And maybe the kids can come to your studio, have a look. Oh, Do I you love think that. It's amazing. Yes, that's so great. That's so great. That's... I mean, that's kind of collaboration at, at its finest. And that's showing up too, showing up as you are. And people see that and respond to that really positively. Yeah, I think, I think so. And, and do you have tips and ideas that you can help other people has a growth mindset? Because I remember I always say at the beginning, you know, so intimidating. In intimidated, especially I go to like a big group like make out their sales on Facebook, and I just get started. Everybody already have finished piece, like yeah. already ready to <clears throat> present and ready to brief to the art director like you. And yeah. I was like hundreds. Every time I would look at hundreds, like the time I would like be too busy looking at others, and I'm so intimidated. But yeah. how can I overcome this fear and have growth? My mindset do you have kind of tips and um, ideas that's to help them that's a good question that's such an important thing to remember because i think that shuts us down so quickly when we are comparing ourselves and certainly it's easy on social media but i mean i think back to being in school and and having a brief for a class and working really hard but then coming to the critique and thinking oh my gosh you know you're immediately looking what everybody else has and and you're thinking i didn't i didn't measure up i like theirs better well again you you're doing you at the time but i it's it's interesting you say about a class cuz i think if any of these of your listeners have taken a class online where people are are supposed to post their projects Oh my gosh, it's so daunting because you feel like there's definitely the teacher might respond to a certain person more or whatever. And I'm always so proud of the people that just put it up. I, I'm personally drawn to the people who look like, who are less polished. Every time I'm drawn to the people that are less polished because I think they're more brave they and and that's not necessarily true certainly all of us have that feeling but tips for me are just again find yourself a little mantra a little a little something that says i can believe in myself i'm just going to do it i'm i'm going to continue to try um and if if there if you find yourself looking at too many people online unfollow some people for a while i you know, I have a, a very successful podcast and it's in the creative podcast realm. I don't Top listen one. to other creative. Top 1%. <laughs> Thanks. I don't listen to other creative podcasts. Sometimes I do. If they're, if they're interviewing somebody, I really want to hear. But I feel like if I listened 
I adore Andy Pizza's podcast, but I feel like if I listened to it every week, it would seep into my own, you know, and or I would find myself thinking, oh, my gosh, why didn't I think of that? So I just don't listen to them all the time. (laughs) So the same could be said for visual, you know, don't compare. All right. In that in that same way, it's then I'm not comparing myself to them. I know I'm reminding myself that I'm I'm me and I'm I bring my own experiences to this. And like we were saying earlier, and the perfect example of Alice with the door, if you don't feel like you're quote unquote measuring up, just try it again, try it again, but surround yourself with people that will um, speak positively about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our families just don't get it. You know, if you're, if you're with a family that might be not you know, you're the only one trying to do something creative. They just might not understand. Or there's that really, when are you going to get a real job kind of thing? Well, just ignore that. Try to ignore that. (laughs) I've been there a hundred percent. I've been there a hundred, hundred percent, not so much my parents, but relationships where, oh my gosh. Yeah. Didn't work. Um, and just find those things, whether it's online, those peer groups do a challenge. And again, a challenge can be a tricky thing, because you can be looking at other people's work and think, I don't even want to post it. But the bravest thing I think anyone can do is follow through. If you thought you wanted to, then follow through and do it. If, you, if you're if you taking a class, show what you're doing. Because when you show it, you everybody around is going to be so proud of you. I, I had a really interesting experience this last weekend. Um, one of my best friends is a rower like crew rowing on the, a big, Mm -hmm. you know, a long boat on the water with two, four, eight people. And I've tried it, but it's this, she's been doing it her whole life. So there was a, a, uh, indoor erg rowing thing. It's, it was a national event this weekend. And I went along to watch and I found myself thinking, because if you're rowing on this machine, 500 meters, mm-hmm. someone's going to finish first and someone's going to finish last. Yes. And it, it almost makes me emotional just thinking about it. Like the whole gymnasium rallied around that person that was finishing last and, and buoyed them up and made them feel like they were, they were just doing the most important thing they could ever do. And I just was like, Oh my gosh, like, how would that make me feel? First of all, it would make me feel a little self-conscious, but it would, I think it would make you feel like you could do anything. You had the support of all these people cheering you on. And I just thought that was the most beautiful thing. And I, and I feel that way about submitting or just posting your work. Um, If you just be a little braver than you feel like being, and it really pays off. Yes. When you're saying, I was saying, I was thinking about a lot of people dare not to show up because actually they are their worst enemy. People, yeah, yeah. you judge yourself. Actually, people, yeah. some people just don't mind their own business, but you, you get, because sometimes what we have in our mind and didn't come out the way we have in our head, head yes. <laughs> on the hand. So you have a gap, you know, but I think it's also good that you, it's, our learning is like you never go to ground zero. You always go the circle getting bigger. Yeah. Because you always yeah. have starting points. And I realized when many years ago, four years ago, when I started this business, a card business, <clears throat> and I I invested in the wrong paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I and I Actually, I forgot about it. Sarah remember reminded me in the previous episode. Ping, you remember when now you where you are now? But when we were back then, and she and Doreen they did nice card with nice paper, and I just just printed out fifteen designs with wrong paper. <laughs> Sometimes those things happen. And and I think the other. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You no, know, I was going to say the other thing to remember is the person next to you might be thinking exactly the same thing. I can't possibly put my work out there. And, and you know, you're all thinking the same thing. And so is anybody really noticing? You know, my my son was saying, sometimes I think everybody's going to see if I 
like run to the corner. Like everyone can say, why is that guy running to the corner? And he's like, so I ran to the corner and it were I all that happened was I ran to the corner. Nobody laughed out the window. Like, why are you? It was just the silliest little thing, but it reminded me, especially at a younger age when image is more important and things like that. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is watching you. You're mm-hmm. you, you think that might be the case, but they're all having the same thoughts themselves, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, we are our own worst enemies. <laughs> yes, yeah, we are all. And what things do you wish to do more this year? Oh, that's a great question. More of my own art, for sure, and more pouring into other artists and building um, uh, building this platform that I'm working on. Because I just want, I want a place that's full of resources, a place where people can put their art that that maybe manufacturers can see it more easily. Um just a, a a good hangout place for us to feel this kind of positive uh, reassurance that we're talking about. I I can I can imagine this kind of is going to happen because yeah, I can thanks. see they will be professionally guided and have a sequence what kind of, you know what kind of things because if the textile or because um, we we also give me some contact of making yeah. the dream come true with my textile yeah. line. Yeah, it, it's amazing that they are at the right place because from, you know, you're guiding through to actually you can help them to find proper manufacturing, magnif- mm-hmm. manufacturer to manufacture for them, mm-hmm. produce for them. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I know a lot. I mean, having been in this industry and being a creative as long as I have, I know a lot of people. So it's really fun to talk to some of my friends to say, would you like to be a part of this? Would you like to hold a, you know, be, be and have a meeting every month that people could pop into or, or a call. And, and I've, I've started um, on my podcast, finding people that are very helpful to creatives, like mm-hmm. a tax person or, you know, um, mental health kind of conversations, things like that, because, you know, we're, we're often in our own studio doing our own thing, trying to figure out, was I supposed to, was I, did I file that right? Was I, you know, was there a form I missed or was, you know, like that your great questions. Is there, is there a way I can be kinder to myself? All those things are important. And I think it's also for artists. I learn because I'm very good selling, but I'm not very good at keeping the money. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) I raised my hand to that. (laughs) So I think, um, you know, I, um, I think bookkeeping and now, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I started P P O P O L and P N L. It's, it's so interesting to learn. I did, I did business study, so it's, it's, it's easy to pick up for me, but a lot of artists, they, they hate numbers, you know, they, they don't like to do They do. And I'm included in that. Yes. It does not come (laughs) easily for me. But guess what? They're still there. Even if you ignore them, they're still there. They're still there. So for me now this year, uh, you know, do difficult things first. And every week or every month, I just try to get my bookkeeping ready. That's good. I know the budgeting. And then this this is one thing I need to like overcome my own fear because I I like to see the numbers, but I don't like to do to do the. Details. Well, you can think of that as a collaboration. If you find an, somebody to just kind of guide you a little bit and think, well, I'm collaborating with that person to get to know these numbers better. You know, QuickBook actually, I do QuickBook now. Yeah. They have very yeah. good uh, service as well. If I don't know anything, I just do the custom service. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I think I, I, that's an example of they've really been doing it long enough so that they know all of. Uh, the types of us who might be, not come to that so easily. Yeah. What is inventory shrinkage? I've never heard from <laughs> school. What is that now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when they're like, almost equity contribution. Now this is an easy get every time, you know, just what you said, just repeat and learning and just be open-minded. Uh, just like, okay, okay. I don't know this time. It's not the end of the world. Just learn it. It's not a big deal. You can learn it, you know. Yeah. You yeah, can do it. For sure. You can. You really can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's say more interesting. What tip will you give to Marco, who is 30 years ago? Oh, goodness. Um, oh. I think um, 
I think knowing that, that, <laughs> oh gosh, that, what would I, you know, I was watching, I don't know if you watched the great pottery throwdown that, that British show, but I, I love that show. And she, they asked that question to one gal. She said, what would you give your younger self one thing? And she said, more confidence. And then she said, what would you give if you were 30 years from now, what would you tell your, your current self? And she said, more confidence. <laughs> And I think just realizing that um, we, it's a long road. It's a, it's a, and not in a negative way, but mm -hmm. if you can take little steps along the way, like saving a little bit more than you thought you needed to maybe mm -hmm. um, making and, and adding to the bank, but monetarily the friendship bank, you know, we, those connections, I look at the connections I have now and it's mm -hmm. because I've, I've, I've walked that path, you know, and I think just do it, you know, take advantage of the opportunities in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, for people who have listened to my podcast, <laughs> if anybody has, I had in college a painting class from a very, very well-known American painter, Wayne Tebow. And I did not know how lucky I was. And I dropped the class because it was too early in the morning. And I just was, I don't know, a stupid 20 year old, you know, or 18 probably. And I just, if it feels like an opportunity, you know, just think about maybe what's in front of you as an opportunity, ask the questions. And I a hundred percent love the wisdom of the people who have gone before. I absolutely love listening to people that are older than me. And I think I would have, oh my gosh, you know, we all think the questions I would have loved to ask that I can't ask that person anymore, you know? So ask the questions, lean into the things, try the, try the experiences and, and don't be afraid. I have a lot of notes to take listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, it's one thing at a time. Don't try and do it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, because I think it's also, we are getting more, more, com because now I like, I did like 90 episodes and now 87, almost 90 episodes because I also wow. have in the vault. Yeah. But still, you know, I feel like each episode, I always get nervous. I have to go to toilet first, yeah. but today exception, I feel so confident because Marco is coming. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. <laughs> I overcome my fear. <laughs> it's first time. You know, every time, right? We learn something new from the people we talk to. And that's the lesson right there. We we just keep learning from the people around us. And I I'm feel so fortunate for that. Yeah. Yeah. Every every day I have an I have one side, I have a notebook, uh, a sketchbook. Mm -hmm. And the left side, I'm gonna have my own uh, collection of sketchbook I'm busy with. So oh yay! And, and awesome. Side, yeah, because I learned from Margot. Uh huh. <laughs> and 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 the right side is you can draw and do whatever you want to do. Left side, all the notes, like people Perfect. who I met or people conversation I have, like one one little thing. Sometimes a few paragraph. So I need to yeah. catch up with my sketch because the sketch is still empty while the paragraph, the left side is getting further to page 30 when my sketch right? is like only my, page 20. My books are so full of notes and draw they're so full. And I don't necessarily go back to them, but that's so great, Ping. That's really great. You know, I was talking to another um American gal artist, Lori Siebert. And she said for the first time, she took her sketchbooks to the fair with her. And she she never thought about the work in her sketchbooks being licensable. I'm not sure why, but she said she would flip through her sketchbooks and people would say, could I, what about that? What about that? So, you oh. know, sometimes we're looser. It might be our morning practice where we're just doing it, but it can turn into... It can turn into something. Yeah. I never thought about it. I think I thought I mm, have to be everything polished. I have been to, I haven't been to a pattern design show anymore for a while. Maybe stationary yeah. show I will, but the pattern design show, maybe. <laughs> you never Tuck know. your sketchbooks in your book, <laughs> in your bag with you. Yes, that I will. I have you know, I even went to an art um, opening last weekend. Beautiful, big, big paintings on the wall. Gorgeous colors. Just, just, just entran entrancing. Is that a word? 
Anyway, enchanting. Mm -hmm. And, um, but on a little plinth in front of one of the pictures was, was her sketchbook. I know it was so nice to have that as part of the show. I almost didn't feel like I could touch it, but she was like, no, flip through it. And it was (gasps) so cool to have that there. Oh, wow. I, I, I am doing my own magazine, little, little. You are? Yes. A little mini magazine. And uh, John is just scan everything. I, the volume one, hopefully will come out in spring. Wow. Okay. So what's, what do you, can you say what kind of things are in it? I think it's kind of like, I want to encourage the people, artists who, feel like they're not good enough. I just like, this is my journey. Everything like a self growth, like a growth, self-development or growth, nice. the artistic journey, what I took. Mm. And and it's and also about my life. It's uh-huh. also about things I think about concept, a theme, what I'm going to do with this theme and this similar kind of image coming back in different form, different kind of color. It's, I'm it. so, I have so much fun making this magazine, little mean, mean I say that zine, not magazine, magazine. Zine, like a little zine. I like can't zine. wait to see that. That's yeah. so good. And, and you're going to print it? Yes. It's, uh, ah. it's in, uh, in um, labor in making. Oh my gosh. That's great. I, I have a dear friend who's a photographer and we talked about that doing a magazine or, you know, some sort of something. And, and you reminded me, I just think that I love a magazine, the you best know, to hold know, it in your hands. Marco, you know what? Every project, if I want to do it, I give myself seven to 10 days, mm. seven to mm. ten, 10 days. I try this project. I work towards that goal. 10 days later, I need to finish it. Yeah. And it always worked. Huh? That's great. That's a great thing to stick to i i think a lot of us always think ah, i need to do that that i have to consider and then what we have always a lot of unfinished project you think oh i can do yeah next year maybe maybe in more convenient convenient time but uh, for me it is seven to ten days so i finish this project and i hand on because i finished what i need to finish and i pass on to next people and to the printer, next people, John almost finished scanning and he said he finished scanning and in everything in the pipeline. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um, so what do you see yourself in five to 10 years? Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> I hope um, just more of my art out into the world, continue to do that. And, and I would love to continue partnering with some of these vendors I'm working with to help artists make their work. Like um, uh, Rita in India, who does, who prints things on beautiful fabrics. And so I've worked with so many factories all over the world. I have um, beautiful friends in China who, you know, create ceramics and resin and, oh my gosh, paper and, and, and certainly factories here in the U.S., so helping artists find their way there. And definitely I'd love to see this um, uh, sort of platform that I'm talking about become really robust and f- and, and a place for um, people, companies who are looking for art to come find people and for artists to be able to support each other and learn and um, just continue this continue to support each other. That's my favorite part is to watch people grow further than they knew they could. Maybe you, I, I couldn't remember the name. I'm going to search for it. I think I know what, I know what kind of things you are doing. I mm. try to find that there is one in Hong Kong and there's one collaboration in Los Angeles, but I need to find the Hong Kong name and then I will come back because I, Oh yeah. Let me know. I, I'm I'm a very alert with this kind of manufacturing. You are. You're ethic. good like that. <laughs> and I like to get connected. So if I have the resource, I will I will after the show I will come back to you with that. Yeah, that, I would appreciate that because I'd love to. I mean, it's it's about collaborating with companies like that too. Yeah, yeah, and also very ethical, ethically yes. produced, and also we don't want to have like encouraging mass production. 
And we right. want to have quality products and then we can use it for our family with safety, you know, safety kind of issue or health issue and also labor issue. So we, you know, I and I think in not, not everything is so transparent in the world, you know, only one click away, everything, you know, it's and that for right. me it's important nowadays you design something, it's more image your reputation is so important and you know you you make sure that the artist they go into the production route and then it has good manufacturing you know yeah. with the ethical uh, guidance guidance yeah it's so important because it's so easy not to do that and it, i'd rather it be certainly rather it be ethical it's, yeah. i stand firmly there yes marco you know what today this is my you know, almost 90 episodes. This is my longest and most fun episode. Oh, hey, thanks, Ping. <laughs> oh, I've so enjoyed being here chatting with you. I always love talking to you. I feel like we mutually inspire each other. And I love that. How, how can people find you and to work mm. with you? Can they this, can share with us your platform? Yes, absolutely. I have, My website is Tantau Studio. That's T-A-N-T-A-U studio.com. My Instagram is, there's two. My personal is M Tantau, T-A-N-T-A-U. That's my last name. Uh, my podcast is windowsill chats and every, both my Instagrams have all the links in the bio to my Patreon and to my mastermind is, is both in the bio and, um, on my website and you can hop on a mailing list there and, and find out what's going on. But I'd love to, know who you are and what you're doing and and uh, support your journey. Thank you, Marco. We're going to put all your website, all the details on the show notes. And uh, thank you, Marco, so much for coming to my Aww, show. Thanks so much, Ping. It was just a delight to spend time with you today and give John and Alice my best and an extra hug for Alice and tell her I think her door looks perfect. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Thank you for joining us on this artistic journey and thank you for listening to this episode of Botany Works. Your support means the world to us. If you enjoyed the conversation and find value in it, consider leaving a review or give a like and share it with your friends who might like it too. Your feedback fuels our passion and help us grow. Until next time, stay curious and keep growing.